Hello, my fellow music lovers. I'm Allison Hagendorf, and welcome to the show. This is where we celebrate the universal love of music and the rock and roll spirit that lives in each of us. My guests today are the newly engaged couple, actor-musician Tyler Posey and singer-songwriter, recording artist Femme. I am so flattered and honored because I am one of the very few people who has interviewed them together. Today, we talk all about how they met and how their first date may or may not have been at a sex party, how collaborating creatively on music really solidified their connection, what they've learned from each other and words they live by, and we get to witness their secret handshake. And stay tuned after the interview for my sound advice, new music you need to know. It all starts now. I realized, and is this true, that am I the only person who has interviewed the two of you together? Mm-hmm. Twice. Remember? That's right. At, at the- uh, Travis Parker, the, the House of Horror. Oh, Halloween. yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that. You're, you're <laughs> I was definitely like, I'm going to go person. on- I'm going to sit on her lap. You did, I, and you did, right? We did the whole interview <laughs> with you sitting on my lap, which I was very flattered yeah. and excited about. And I wasn't jealous in the slightest. <laughs> it's trust. a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. This is a good triangle right here. I, I really wanted to have both of you on together because, first of all, you both have new music, which I want to talk about. But I just I love your rapport and I just wanted that energy selfishly for myself while sure. we're sitting here. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. <laughs> if, we, if I weren't in our little circle, I would want it, too. It's pretty special. It is special. It, it is. really is. And yeah. I love that you guys support each other. And I want to talk so much about this in terms of your music as mm-hmm. well. But I have to talk about Lemon immediately. Oh, great. Because I'm obsessed with it. Oh, good. It is my favorite song you have done to date. Oh, wow. That you means have so a, much. You have a sick scream on it. Yeah. Which I did not know that you were capable of this beautiful scream. Oh, that means so much. And how you? cool that it's in your film Teen Wolf's credits. Great, right? So, so special and exciting. So tell me about this song and how it came about. Yeah. Well, so the team, the movie... The Team Wolf movie was was in talks and and I was like, I want to be all over it. And she actually came up with the idea. She's like, you should put a song in the movie. And I was like, absolutely. So I, I made sure in the contract, I was like, I'm not doing it unless there's a song in the movie. And they they were they were like, of course, you know, we would have done that without you putting it in your contract and being a crazy person. <laughs> um, but uh, this was the first and only song I've ever written. We've ever written in mind for a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, normally we just sit down, write a song, whatever comes to mind. But this one, we were like, let's approach this. Yeah. Like we're writing it for the ending credits. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the movie hadn't been, I don't even think it was filming yet when we first no. started this song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. No, no. So we didn't really know. I didn't, the script wasn't completed. I didn't know what the ending was going to be, but I've been working on Team Wolf for the last 12 years. So I know the vibe of it. I know it's very adventurous and mm-hmm. and the song needs to feel like a continuation of the adventure. Yes. You know? So that's kind of how it started. And she, she had a lot of influence, femme, when I say she, uh, you had a lot of influences mm-hmm. of sort of sonically the sound and then a couple of lyrics. And I forget who was the, ba- where you got that bass There were a from. couple um, songs that I just always keep in my back pocket with like really driving bass. Right. So I was like, we got to like, we got to do something with like a driving bass basically. And, um, Basically. <laughs> Basically. But, yeah, we had, we had some, some inspos that I pulled up and then, and then I ran with it. I mean, it. he's so good at like guitar and writing and chords. Like demoing and, stuff. Like I'm not a great producer, but if I we, think he's fine. I think Aww. he's great. I'm I'm good. I'm good at it. 
But, you know, I, I need an extra step for mixing and mastering. That's that part I haven't really figured out. But I've been doing it since I was like 12 in my yes. garage. And we wrote this in my bedroom. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we wrote half of the song, including the scream. Um, and I was like, this sounds so good. This so is good. so cool. Well, he gave them a few to pick from. Yeah, and that was the one they picked. Really? And they picked that one. And that was it's the a only, no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. And that was the only one that actually <laughs> we, we wrote thinking of yeah. the movie. Oh, so he was all meant to be. I love how collaborative and prolific you guys are together. Same. What it's a special really, chemistry that it is. is. And it's not, we, we don't abuse it. Like it's every now and then, you know, mm-hmm. it's not every single song I write, I get her yeah. input or every single song she writes, she asks for my input. It's, it, it's special moments and it, it still is rare for us. Like yeah. when it does happen, we're like, Ooh, this is exciting and, and fun. And I think we're both very conscious of not meshing too much. Yes. Cause we, I've definitely been in situations with people where I've dated them and I'm like, ah, I don't know how to like do anything without them. Mm-hmm. So we're very independent. Mm-hmm. But we like to make art together, so it works out. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, Lemon is part of a larger body of work that is, is. coming, yeah. that has been in the works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been in the works for over over a year, almost about over two years, because my next single is the first song that we actually wrote together. Yeah. Um, so that's With how we Feldy. met. Yeah, we met through Feldman. the notorious... He's Juan quite Feldman. the matchmaker. <laughs> John Feldman. Wait, that's how you guys met? It yeah. Is. So Rewind. I, I, well, I did not know that. Yeah. You want to yeah. know the craziest thing? You know how he does those Christmas parties? By the way, we're talking about Feldy, John Feldman, iconic producer. Icon, I, wonderful the, person. The, the most iconic. Frontman of Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. So many, the list goes on and on. It does. So he does the Christmas parties every yes, year at his best. house. And a year before we actually met in person, he called me on stage to do uh, Superman. And yes. I was like, freaking out i'm like oh my god what what are you talking about and i was his and bassist. he was playing bass but we didn't know each other Brace back to the bass and then i go back, back to the bass baby i go back yeah <laughs> all about that bass about that bass yeah. no trouble i go back nice. to the videos that like my friends took when i was there and i was like oh my god we were on stage together and i remember oh. i remember all i remember is seeing her green head like jumping up and down and i was like you know concentrating on the bass because goldfinger has some pretty intense bass lines yes so i'm like don't mess up don't mess up don't mess up don't mess up the entire time because i grew up with goldfinger in my life and anytime i got the opportunity to play bass for them i was like this is the coolest moment ever oh yeah so yeah we were actually on stage before we met a year before we met and then we were i was on feldy's label um big noise Mm -hmm. and you know, we were, I think, in our second EP, just working on it. We, what yeah. we do is we write songs and then piece them all together. And yeah. which ones goes on the EP, which one doesn't. And one day he hit me up and early into the EP writing and he was like, hey, I'm going to have a, an artist come write with you. And I've never done that before. The only person I wrote with was my band or with Feldy. And he's like, it's Femme. And I was like, that sounds, that's a great idea. I know her. We have like mutual friends. At this we, point, did you realize she was the green haired Beauty on the stage. I, I did. Okay. I, you made the connection. Yeah, I, I knew who you were. Oh, okay. Because we have, we have mutual friends. <laughs> and so I've seen, I've seen my friends like post about her before and, or like in their, friend, in their stories. Mm-hmm. And, and so I knew femme. I knew, I knew that the femme was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I remembered right away that we were on stage with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when I, in, in my, in my pot smoking days. So everything is a little hazy back then. Um, <laughs> So yeah. Feldy hit me up and I was like, absolutely, please. That sounds like so much fun. I've never done that before. I would love to experience that. And 
Yeah. I showed up in a muumuu. <laughs> well, she was trying not to be cute. Because I looked him up before and I was like, okay, like I'll do anything for Feldy. Right. But I was like, oh man, this actor, actor man, very masculine presenting. <laughs> I was nervous. I was like, okay, I can't she, like she, give off any sexual vibes because I'm really like aware of that going into sessions. I just don't want it to be about that. Right. You just never know. That's true. It's a smart, it's a it smart, is smart move. tactic. And also, yeah, we're there to write a song. So yeah. I just came total opposite of, you know, whatever. First of all, I do love a good moo. I do yeah. love a good It moo-moo. was like a punk rock yeah. moo yeah. or something and it didn't work. I was immediately in love. Was it was it love at first sight? Uh, I was definitely like, this person is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And what did you think? I thought he was very nice. I was surprised because I don't always have the best like expectations for like actors, I mm-hmm. guess, or men Rightfully in so, general. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, actors and men can be yeah. quite <laughs> weird. So right. I was like, okay, yeah, you're very kind. But then I was also like, but it's probably an act because he's an actor. Right. Right. And then at what point did you realize there was going to be a connection here? Uh, I I knew that I wanted to get more out of her. Um, I just didn't know what that meant exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, approached it with like, so, you know, I've been acting since I was six. Music was still somewhat of a new thing. And, and I knew oh, that she yeah. was really knowledgeable about the business, music business. Yeah. And I was like, I want to rack her brain. Genuinely, I wanted right, to do you, that. Yeah. But I also wanted to talk to her more. And I wasn't sure why yet. I was like, do I, Aww. is there something here? Do I want to t- keep talking to her because she's so knowledgeable and I want to learn from her? Or mm-hmm. do I just want her in my life in whatever capacity, way, yeah. romantic or whatever? I wasn't sure yet. Um, and so we we went to Menchie's. It's the best. I was about to go film a movie somewhere, and I was like, this is our last day before I film a movie, um, and I would love to pick your brain. Yeah. Over some frozen yogurt. Over some frozen yogurt. Yeah. And and in that moment, while we were Did eating, you know? I was nervous. And so I know, that's and so that's weird. where I was, I was like, like mm, maybe, there, maybe I do feel a little bit more of a whatever. Um I didn't really understand what was going on. I was like, sure. I didn't either. Yeah. I was kind of nervous. And I, I was like, tell. that was my indication. Tell. that so you yeah. were nervous that you had butterflies. Like, I did. Okay, I had butterflies. I like her. And what about for you, Femme? I just was like, I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> what's going what's on. What's the tactic here? But I was like kind about it. I was like, sure. What do you want to know? Like, let's chat about publishing know? deals. <laughs> I was like, so, I was like, first of all, don't do this unless you really like it because... Yeah. Right. It's not worth it otherwise. And then was right. it a quick evolution for you? Or mm. are you like, you still like weren't into it for well, a long time? Well, because I I didn't. Uh, we're breaking it down. I didn't really. give myself away. Because like, I, I didn't know if she was, I didn't, I didn't know if she was with anybody. Right. Um, I never asked because I didn't want to overstep those boundaries. I didn't want, I, I didn't want her to think that I was just some guy that wanted to date yeah. or whatever because I, I i i i did and i didn't like if if you were with somebody i'd be like great i just still want to be homies yeah. yeah you know so i i wasn't trying to base our relationship off of that i wanted right. it to be business first because we did end up writing a bunch of songs with each other yeah. she kept she kept coming great. in to write with with me you had great creative chemistry we really did yeah we really did we hit it off and and uh i was i wanted to keep maintain that you know mm-hmm. and not not make it weird right and so I had her make all the first moves. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is up?" Well, it was that's a that's it a, took it took a while. I was like, "If this like doesn't go into like another zone, it's over." I'm yeah, gonna she's be about like, to friend zone me. Okay, yeah, he took it to the very bitter end. 
I, I, well, I, I, that was a but gen- you know what? I actually, it worked. It yeah. worked better. It was a good tactic. It was, and it wasn't even really a tactic. You no. know, I wasn't trying to like. I really appreciate that. Aww. Yeah, and it was the first time I'd ever done that. I, I'm usually the pretty. Well, there was respect and, there. That's what lot, it was. Yes, she could sense that. It was built on respect, respect. And, and it still it's maintained still, it. That's a big part. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You guys have a handshake. What's oh, happening right yeah, yeah. now? So that's what that's. I mean, it's a pretty basic homie handshake. You know, like run of the mill classic homie handshake. <laughs> Tried and true classic. Tried and true. Oh, yeah, I love you know? that. Um, oh my god. And so yeah, that's that's how that's how it it started. <laughs> and I have I have a line about when we when we first kissed in one of my songs. In kerosene. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Wait, can yeah. you, what is it? Should I say it? Yes. It goes uh, making out at a sex party. And that's where we first, we had a mutual friend who was having all these birthday parties and one of them happened to be a sex party. And really? We were, we were and both, I was like, I don't want to go unless you go. And he was like, same. I don't want to go. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Felt like a little awkward. And we had already gone to another birthday party. Yeah. So we were kind of like. Can you please elaborate on this sex party? I feel like you're just saying it like nonchalantly. Like, oh yeah, Yeah. you're at a sex party. Right, right. So yeah, the sex party was mostly, so it usually involves a hired um, act Mm -hmm. and they have sex in front of you. Okay. (laughs) That's the entertainment. This one girl had a, uh, you know those at at, at clubs when they bring your bottle service to you and they have like sparklers? (laughs) Sparklers. She had one up her butt. Wow. And like bent over. And and it was impressive. It was like, this this is a full on like show. Wow. Pyro. Yeah, it was intense. And I don't think anybody was partaking. (laughs) No, it's actually porno for pyros. No, there was. Nice. Good band name. (laughs) Thank you. Great band name. Thank you. Great brand. There were definitely people in rooms like that. Were there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Upstairs and all around. And there's lots of like, you know substances and things like that and oh, he yeah, was sober yeah. and i was sober and this was the first time i was sober and i saw a table of mushrooms molly cocaine and i was like i don't want i don't want any of that shit i just yeah. want femme oh <laughs> you were his drug of choice she was yeah that's and, really beautiful and then she kissed me yeah i was like okay this is getting ridiculous because he was like i can't stop thinking about you like okay I didn't say it like that yeah, you did. <laughs> but I feel like the kiss was the right move because you would know in yeah. that moment mm-hmm. is yeah. this going or not. I had to, I had to yeah. just give you him a break. Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I opened the door to it. Yeah. you know, Aww. I was texting her like every day. And... Good morning. He's texting me good morning for the last two years. Oh, that's two really years. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, you never stopped. Did like, you oh, think I that never, was sweet, or you were like, "This is too much"? No, I loved were, it. I was like, it. "Wow, that's great. I love that." That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. We took our time with everything and it and it's uh, That's it's, really it's wonderful. Been, it's been the yeah. most wonderful. Trying to take a note off of you. Oh. Yeah. The queen herself. Oh. Honestly. Well, I think that that mutual respect and the communication is key. Right. Like that's the foundation right there. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And the fact that you guys have this creative chemistry on top of that is just so magical. Right. Matt Malpass was. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison, I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. 
crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Like, I need to ask him all about this album. Mm -hmm. And he kind of gave me a couple of, like, inside scoop, like, nuggets about the album. I love Matt Malfast so much. He's, like, one of my best friends. I'm so happy I met him. He's great. He's and I'm glad that you guys collaborated on this. Yeah, we, we did. We did. He He's the greatest. I love him. I think he's an, the most one of the most talented producers ever. And we have so much fun. And, and yeah, we started... Um, so we started our part of the album November of 2021. Crazy, right? Wow. So that's that's when our side of the album started. I have a couple of songs from Feldy mm-hmm. that I did three years ago. So this album's sort of been in the works for the last yeah. three years or so. But really, it got started when Matt and I, we went to Big Bear. We got a cabin in Big Bear. Did he tell you that? He told me. But tell me more. Tell me more. It's really cool. And so it was near um, Christmas time. It was like November. and we uh, had Christmas movies playing nonstop. We had the Charlie Brown Christmas album Aww. playing. I would wake up every morning and make us breakfast, and we would go walk the dogs on the on the lake, and then we would sit and record and have and like goof around with each other, and and it was just so much fun. There was no game plan, you know. I I, I didn't approach this album with like this is what I wanted to sound like. This is the um sonically this is where i want to go as an artist i just wanted to do everything that i loved and so you get stuff from blink 22 alkaline trio comeback kid um 311 uh, uh sugar ray <sighs> so excited it's about all that. over the place Sounds and, awesome. and we got some cool elements like nature elements like we recorded the lake in it so you, one of the one of the songs is is really deep. It's about my my mom who passed away like eight years ago, and in the beginning you hear you hear the lake, and then you hear our fire roaring and crackling and popping, and it's just it kind of immerses you into our world, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And then we went to Hawaii, all three of us, me, Aww. Fem, and, and Matt. We went to Hawaii, and it was like kind of a spontaneous thing. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm supposed to go, but the person I was supposed to go with couldn't do couldn't go anymore. Do you guys want to come with me?" And we were like, "Do you want to go to Hawaii?" And we're like absolutely and so got some beautiful airbnbs like right on the ocean and we just i had up. never been to and hawaii like, oh, before right I, yeah so it was special. it was a treat yeah. so yeah. thank you of course. for bringing me and then we made music there one, yeah. one of one, a couple of the really good songs two, two songs made it onto the album we, we we wrote like i think four all together um and like really spent our time with each one and two of them are on the album and it's she features on it so but it doesn't but it doesn't say featuring femme. Yeah, I'm just in the background. She's in the background, kind of like how Lemon, mm-hmm. you can hear her voice in Lemon. Of course, yeah. Um and it's such a good song. It's called Runnin'. It's by far I think the most like off the beaten path of mm-hmm. pop punk on this album. Wow. You know, it kind of goes all in a bunch of different directions. This one is just like kickback, mm-hmm. reggae sort of um Beach, you, you hear the ocean yes. in, in, in the in the song because it was roaring around us, Beautiful. and you couldn't escape it if the mics were on. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's the album's literally all over the place, and I'm so proud of it and so happy. And it all just it was all just intuition. Like I didn't sit down and come up with a game plan. Like I said, it just it hit me the the title for the album, each song, and it sort of does this like digression of heavy to chill. 
Wow. Which I thought was really interesting because like it starts off with like mm-hmm. the heaviest screamo ever and then ends with just like this yeah. beautiful epic kind of masterpiece. And well, it's like an ocean wave that was surrounding mm-hmm. you during this time. Totally. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, for me, I think it's different as a, as a musician because my breadwinner is acting, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I, I don't have to put, I don't have to be so serious with music and I can kind of do whatever I want. So I don't have fans that are going to be annoyed if I stray away from the the genre that mm-hmm. made me, me, you know what I mean? So I can fill my sonically with whatever I want to do, you know, so I'm not, I feel like I have a little bit more freedom because I'm not putting all my eggs in, in this basket. And so that's what this album signifies. And, uh, I'm super stoked for you to hear it. Well, it speaks volumes about, like you said, how much you love music or are meant to do music because you don't have to do the music. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have, you've been, you've been acting since you were a child. Right. And by the age of like 11 or whatever, you were already acting with like Jennifer Lopez yeah. and like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I yeah. mean, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you didn't have a normal upbringing, but music for you was always a grounding force. It was actually because, you know, I grew up in a small town in, in California and, I had such a different life from my friends that I felt super out of place and I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere because in the acting world, like we were talking about earlier, I didn't get along with actors either because I thought they were assholes. (laughs) I was like, these guys aren't nice. They're rude to the people below them, below them, you know, and I never, I, I never saw any tears or anything like that. I thought everyone was equal. So I didn't connect with them. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't connect with my friends because I was traveling the world. You had a career. I had a career, you know, so Music was one of the first things that I found where I was like, oh, this makes more sense for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I get along with the people more. And um, and so, yeah, it was it was the first time I felt sort of a, 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 a grounding, like you like you said, exactly, yeah. exactly that. That's amazing. And you actually started not just playing, but you were trying to produce. You were like you had like an eight track and then you like I did. I had a little pro tools and stuff. I yeah. had this little tiny nice. He did some research. Yeah. I didn't even know that was out there. <laughs> It's so cool. I had this little Roland. I had this little Roland eight-track recorder. Um, it didn't even have a metronome or a click or anything like that. So I would. I had a metronome. I would record the click, and then have that playing on the track, and then record my guitars or my vocals or whatever. And so I just started on these little faders. Love that. And it was so much fun. And then I upgraded to a twelve-track one that had a CD burner in it. Damn. And wow, so next level now. you could like make your own demos and I would like hand them to my friends and, and then I eventually got Pro Tools and got into the computer and yeah, that's, the rest is history. Yeah, it's now great. I'm a huge producer. Just, <laughs> no, not, but I produce her stuff. Yeah. Kind of, that's not true. That's not true. I, I helped He record. helped with the Steve Aoki oh, vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I recorded her vocals in my yeah, beat he, lab. He's good. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's in, really in cool. In his bedroom. It was really sweet. Yeah. I was really happy that I could do that. That's really special. And mm-hmm. what is special is Slippery Slope. <laughs> Fem. So good. Love it. Thank you. That means so Love much coming from you. Song. For real. You know, I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan. But this song, I think, is a little bit of an indication of like a new era. Totally. Do you yeah. feel that way? I'd love to hear more about it and where your headspace yeah. is at. Um, yeah, this, this new stuff is like obviously everyone says this, but it's the best um, I've ever written in my life. I think mm-hmm. I just like... I feel proud. I, yeah, I do feel pretty I'm, good I'm, about it. Um, I think I just, I was really angry that day. Mm-hmm. And I literally just spat a bunch of stuff at the mic. And I was like, okay, this is just, I never really approach things from like a writer's point of view. I'm like, I just know that like 
voices and intention come through more than like a writer writing a good song. Right. And that's how I always like explored art. It was like, it needs to come from like the gut. And I noticed that like in different songs too, it's like, I can write a really good song and that won't get as many plays as like the one that was just pure emotion. Emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So the slippery slope is definitely that. I was like, "Mm, let's go. I have two hours. Let's get this out. I got to (laughs) go. Is that how you write? Tell me more about creative process. Are you like, I'm going to write today? Or if you like, I am in the worst mood and I'm going to start writing right now. Yeah, I just showed up um, and had some drama happen like right before. But I usually will have like concepts. I had the words slippery slope written down in like my notes on my phone. Um, So I will usually come with a concept and then just like freestyle a bunch of melodies and then like sift through the gibberish. I also feel like you've now done so many collaborations, features, writing for others, writing Mm -hmm. with others. In just even a short amount of time, like I feel like you've been so prolific and so creative. Do you feel like your that. process has changed? Your confidence has changed? How you approach music's changed? What's this journey been like for you? I think I just stopped listening to people, honestly. That's great. Every time I took like someone's advice over a song that I felt was better, it never panned out. So now I'm like, all right, I'm really going to just trust my intuition. Good for you. So that's the biggest difference. And also like... I guess I, I'm not like afraid to, I'm not afraid to like say weird things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no filter. No filter. Right. I don't that's, care. That's liberating and that's powerful. Yeah. yeah I think that's a maybe great to be in. I might've been a little like nervous to say certain things or like, does that make sense? But honestly, I, I have a song. One of my first songs was a song called Prosecco. P-R-S-C-O. I didn't even really know what Prosecco was. And I don't think anybody does, really. But it's like one of my most well-streamed songs before a label or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. It's a melody and like intention. At the end of the day, it's emotion and it's what resonates with people, right? And everyone interprets it in their own yeah. way. If yeah. they can relate to it or not relate to it. Or they, or they just like the sound, mm-hmm. you know? It's just... Totally. Like I I've, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like all... Blink-182, by the way, mm-hmm. you're wearing my favorite band shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. they changed it all for me. And I remember growing up listening to their songs and just feeling it and not knowing what the hell they were about. Yeah. Right. Not, even, not even like really paying attention to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I sang them, but I didn't know what, what I was saying. Right. And so it didn't matter. Yeah. I still sometimes don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I mean, there's matter. that quote, people won't remember what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. I mean, that's literally songs. Totally. <laughs> that's yeah. so true. Lyrics are important. Right. But huh? not all the time. Sometimes it's just the right. feeling or the sound. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite bands of all time, Radiohead. I couldn't tell you what the heck. <laughs> I have no clue, but I know Tom York just has made me feel so many emotions. Right. Like niche, minute emotions that I could not access without listening to a particular. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Those emotions course. are like, I don't know what this feeling is, right. but I can only feel it with this song. Of right. course. Some weird nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a Tom York lyric from. Yeah, lemon. sucking on a lemon. Oh, that's right. And that's right. how lemon came about. Yeah. Oh, my. See, it all comes full circle. It yeah. makes sense that that's her inspiration because her lyrics are so dope. Thanks. Such a Tyler. Such a fan. Thank you. You have your own thing. And that's actually the hardest thing to do as an artist is to mm-hmm. have your own thing. And I'm usually, I'm actually using the word thing on purpose because it's so ambiguous and not specific. Right. But I think for me, it was your song Sweater. 
Mm. And I don't, I just loved it. I'm like, this is interesting. Right. Because at the time, I was the head of Rocket Spotify, and I would listen to, I'm not exaggerating, thousands of songs like a week. I would just go through. and Because I am that person that I would listen to like everything. Because like, I didn't care if it was signed or unsigned. Right. Or the person had three streams or three million streams. I genuinely like, would go and listen as much as my brain could hold. Right. So it had to be something that would like stop me to like listen to more. And I just remember hearing Sweater and being like, this is interesting. Wow. I just thought you were interesting out the gate. And then I saw you live. I can't remember if that was with Grandson or not. Was that the show? Mm-hmm. Then you were on drums. Yes. I'm like, I, didn't, you, didn't you start playing drums? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up as a drummer. Musically, that was, yes. And then I just was like, you know what? I'm good on this. It's kind of a sad journey for me. I felt like it was just so fetishized, like from such a young age. And like, it just didn't become about drums. I don't know. Growing up, I was like girl drummer. So that's mm-hmm. always like how people saw me. And then also playing drums so do for people. do you think people, if you weren't female, that would have been different? Like I think it, so. But mm-hmm. I also think it's a little sad to be a musician and not be able to play melody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. half of the thing. Right. So, and I grew up, like writing, I was really good at writing and poetry and things like that. So, yeah, but I love drums and I think um, they've been helpful for writing melodies. Yes. But it was not something I was willing to like die for. And that's like kind of what you do when you're a real heavy duty instrumentalist. Tell me more about your background Mm -hmm. um, and how you knew that music had to be your life. Well, I grew up with two musicians Mm -hmm. as parents Um, So my dad was a jazz drummer Mm -hmm. um, and my mom was a classical piano player. So it was just always in the house. It wasn't like a question. I just had grown up playing piano and being in music classes. And then um, I got really into jazz, um, like seriously. And it kind of was like brutal. Um, And at the same time, I was kind of connecting with like hip hop because I noticed there was brutal because you didn't like it brutal because it was difficult. It was it was like a very. um, Yeah, like on purpose, like, you know, the movie Whiplash, it's like you'd be with these like instructors who were like, you need to die on this kid. Right. You need to mean this. And I was like, whoa, I like to do a lot of things like Mm -hmm. this is. Yeah. It was like a 24 seven attitude, you Mm know, Um. But I noticed that a lot of like jazz players also were kind of in hip hop, like Thundercat and Flying Lotus. And like I noticed there was like a crossover. So it made me feel like I could explore other things. So then I just started writing hooks for rappers Mm -hmm. and then was like writing, I don't know, with hip hop people, rappers and stuff like that. And um, got connected with the G-Eazy camp. Yes. And that was my first song was Mm -hmm. a feature for him. But I had written some stuff for him before they left me on that song as the hook. So yeah. What drives both of you? What keeps you motivated? A lot of you, like each other now. Yes. You know, we, I, I am a better person because I want to be for, for her, you know, Mm -hmm. um, creatively and, and, and career wise, it's, it's, I want to, I just love expressing myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm covered in tattoos because I like to express myself that way and, uh, or as much as I can be without ruining the acting side. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness. And uh, on the acting side, I've, 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 I'm writing a lot of scripts and I'm getting a lot of projects made because I, I want to have my voice out there more. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I've not, and not in a cocky way, not in a way where like, I need to have more control. I just, it's so fun. I yeah. love being creative, whether it's f- making food 
or uh, anything. It's so yeah. it's so much that's fun. Great. And also, it's not the end all. Like for me, that's that it's the icing on the cake. Like the way that I view life is, um, there's something more to it other than just this mundane. Like all, it's all about work, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you work till you die. To me, it's the fun part of life. You know, yeah. obviously, we live in a place that needs. You know, we need to work and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But it's uh, I have different morals and there's a there's a bigger picture and uh, a higher power whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it you know that's kind of like I put my attention and focus on and 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 inside also meditating try to do it daily and it just changes things and it makes everything a little bit sweeter I love that you know yeah. and so that's that's what and the puppies we have great dogs Aww, what keep, kind what kind going. of dogs are they got a German Shepherd mixed with something. Um, let me see if I can pull a picture of him. A uh, little wiener dog. And then Aww. she has the oddest. Just like a weird guy. He's so weird. <laughs> he's, he's so weird. He's so weird. He's a buff chihuahua. He wishes he was Tyler. I'm telling you. He wishes he was Tyler. He does. He, 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 he thinks Tyler is so cool. They're the greatest. And they actually get along really well. Like the buff chihuahua was her dog. And <laughs> he fits in so well with yeah. our weird little dynamics. So yeah, Aww. that's what keeps me going. I love that. What about you, fam? Um, I think for a long time it was anger. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was really angry about so many things in my life and it just would translate into music and it was a good outlet. Drumming too was great as a teenager. I would just go crazy. Um, but now as I, you know, started to really venture into the music thing, I'm like, okay, this is like really hard. Yes. So I need to know like what the reason is. And I saw this thing the other day and it was like, if you really have a crazy desire to do something, it means that there's a version of you in the future that is already doing it. And it's like, come, come meet me. I love that. And it's an invitation. I, yeah. Cause I tell Tyler all the time, I'm like, dude, if I, if I could not do this, I wouldn't, I can make so much money doing something else, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Why am I like torturing myself? So I can't tell you exactly why, but it just, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't do this. I love that. Yeah. I couldn't either. It's real. If, if it's like a it. real, it's a real struggle to like, I have to do it. It's part of you. It is you. Yeah. Wow. It's- and also life is more fun. Mm-hmm. Like we get to sit here and like kick it with you. Aww. Like what other it's job true. can you do that with? Aww. Thanks guys. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, we're very happy and honored to be here. Oh my God. I really love cool. having you guys. I just think your relationship is so beautiful and it seems like both of you are in such a great place right now, both creatively and just in a, in a health perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Um, what what have you guys learned from the other one? What have you learned about yourself because you are in this relationship? Interesting. I've never, been, I've never thought about that. Have you? Because I think that every relationship you have in your life is important. Mm-hmm. Even if it was for a very short time, it's very right. important because you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn about what you want and do not want in the future. So I never think that time is wasted or I wasted my time with this person. You had to sure. go through that totally. to learn about yourself and become a stronger person. But being in a healthy relationship is really a gift. Oh, God. First one for me. Me too. Uh, is it both? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, first healthy. You say it's your first healthy Usually, relationship? Yeah. yeah, and I'm not going to blame anyone. That was like a big part, like my fault too. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. A lot of the time it's because you're not in the right place. Right. So yeah. You're not open to receiving that. 
Yeah, I've, I've had, like, I think I just, I just realized the answer to your question of what I've learned about myself from her. Um, I, I used to have exes tell me, like, there's, you have so much potential. Like, they would look at me and it was so sad and be like, you have so much potential. I just hate seeing you waste it. Because, like, I kind of was, you mm-hmm. know. I was, like, not the happiest person and getting high all the time mm-hmm. and um, just kind of, like, uh, just, just sort of, like, coasting through life and had no, not much ambition and you have made me realize that I do have potential and that like, Aww. I'm actually, I'm actually fulfilling it yeah, big time. Like that's, that's, it's a hundred percent. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Cause like, it scared me when I would hear that. I'd be like, Oh God, that's dark. Yeah. Like I just wish you could live up to your potential. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> same. I do. I do too. I'm sorry. I do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? And so now I'm actually doing it. Thanks yeah. to this uh, green haired freak. Well, here it comes again. The yeah. handshake <laughs> cannot be stopped. <laughs> okay. You guys probably have one too. Come on. We actually like do not have a headshake. We do not have a headshake. We're more of like a chest bump. No, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, what about down. you, Fem? Um, you know, I've been around a lot of famous people. <laughs> <laughs> He's the nicest famous Sick. person. Sick. The nicest famous person I've ever met. Like legitimately, like I've learned from him. You can be kind no matter what. Like they're Amen. like. I mean, we walk down the street, and it's like you know anyone can recognize him, and he's always present and takes the time does the picture and i've been with people who like act so cool and like i'm like you're not even that lit like (laughs) even if you were even if you were you don't need to behave that way so i've learned from him just kindness and also i think before meeting tyler i was very um like guarded with so many people and he's not really that way and he's helped me open up and like I don't know, just be more, yeah, free about like, I don't need to put, you know, as many like guard posts up around people. The world needs more femme. I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. And, so really and he's so funny. Like I'm like constantly laughing. You laugh a lot. She's funny too. <laughs> she's, she doesn't like that. to show it because you know, the whole femme person. <laughs> oh she's so funny. So yeah. Lots of fun. It makes I me love howl. that, guys. I love it. So we know that your your album is coming up. May 26th, Unravel is Unravel. the title for 16 songs. Wow. 16. Tell me more about that number because I feel like that's a big number um, of songs. Yeah. So I think I think that an album, an album, not an, e, not an right. EP, but a big LP, LP yeah. uh, is a rite of passage. You know, I never grew up buying Blink-182's EPs. Right. They were always their CDs, whether it was 10 songs or 14 or whatever. They were always CDs, you know, except for maybe Fly Swatter, which was a cassette tape. Love um, and I was just like, this is a rite of passage. Like I loved putting out little EPs to kind of showcase who I am, what I'm doing now, but I'm like, I want to do an album. Mm-hmm. And I just always wanted that. And Matt Malpass and I were just writing songs so many, and most of them were really good. And I was like, okay, we've got like, you know, a pretty good amount here, <laughs> definitely album worthy. And then I was like, after I left Big Noise, I was like, what are we going to do with all the songs that I recorded over there? We have like 20 of them that are just not being used. I don't want to see them die. And Feldman's a great friend of mine still and no hard feelings at all. And so he, he was like, let's put them out. And I was like, yeah. please, thank you. Yes. 
And so I picked out the ones that I felt were sonically fitting with this album and and it turned out to be 16. That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's really exciting. Yeah. So it's there's a solid body of work. It is. And if I was like, this is sick. Like this is like big time over the top. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's no question that it's an album. And it felt right. This whole album has just been intuition. I've I never put too much thought into it, but still, you know, when I write the songs, they're all I really take my time and 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 all the thought goes in the songwriting process, but not so much the conceptualization of the album right. or how many songs I want on it. It all just kind of felt really good, and I went with whatever my soul was telling me. Oh, that's and, beautiful. And so that's 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 where that that number came from. Um, I'm excited to hear it. I'm so excited to, for you to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited for I, I'm excited to hear how you're going to receive it. Oh, it's cool. It's really cool. Great. It's and really what about cool. you, Fem? Lots of music this year. I mean, I like, I'm working, I mean, I'm going to drop an album at some point. I've never done that before. This is this is your debut album. Yes. Yes. And I'm very happy that um, my label is like, you got to drop an album. Because I think I'm like so low-key as a person. That's been a real struggle. It's like, I don't really have the same ego fueling my career mm-hmm. <laughs> as maybe some other people who maybe have more confidence that, you know, they can like put a whole album. I'm like, dude, how am I going to put a whole album? I'm like, I don't know, still feel like a baby artist in a way, but I'm super stoked. And um, I don't have an exact date I can share, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Anything else about the new music? Are you working with any um, new people or anyone you're excited to return to work with or? You know, a lot of people are confused about what I'm doing. (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) Okay. But it's the first time, like I said, where I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you'll see, dude. Like, just trust me. Because I have been always ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. But yeah, I think a lot of people are very confused. And I don't really care. (laughs) Well, I'm not confused. You understand me. It's so good. It's so good. And I can't wait to hear what you are working on. So please keep me posted. And you know, I'm always here. It's so good. (sighs) Guys. And by the way. When you put me on the cover of the girls. Oh, yeah. Fierce Femmes. That was because of sweater. Yeah, it was. It literally like it was the coolest feeling in the world. Aww. I sent it to my mom like, oh, my God. Oh, it was really crazy. And like you've done that obviously that so again. But I me. remember that first time I was just shook. Oh, thank you. I was like it's really happening. Well, you know, it gives me such great pleasure to provide platforms for artists, you know, ones that are already established and have new music or like up and coming rising stars, which is what I knew you were at the time and still are. Thank it's you. super admirable of you. Yeah. It's Aww. really You're cool. You're a real music lover. You're an angel. It's, it's like, I, that, I know, I know that's a lot. It takes a lot listening to thousands yeah. of songs and, and putting faith in them. And we need you though. It's really cool. Like you. It's really, really, really cool. You're awesome. That yeah. means the world to me. I'm just waving the flag, guys. I know. Just trying to help out all the artists around the world. It's really admirable. It's really, really, really cool. Thank you. We do this thing called, it's my deep cuts. It's Ooh. a little bit of a lightning round. Ooh, oh, shoot. Okay. You okay with that? Lightning. Here we go. Yeah, We've been training it. for this. Have we? No. Just thought it sounded cool. Well, I'll throw it out and you guys can decide who answers it first. Okay. Name a song, album, or artist that changed your life. I got it. Go. Blink-182, Dude Ranch, Dick Lips. I mean, oh. so specific. Oh, I yeah. I love that. It's a, I have it tattooed, the first note, D-flat, right here. It's one of my so first great. tattoos. So committed. I love Change. it. That's one of the songs, like, when you hear Tom York, that f- flashes me back to mm. some moment in time. I don't know what it was, 
but it's this nostalgic feeling that's just okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm no, ru- I love I'm that music. No, I love that music can do that. It can literally transport you. There's nothing else that can do that. Instant. Maybe no. a smell. I was gonna say a smell. A smell can make. But it, do that it's too, it's but. a trip. Yeah, that feeling. Yeah, I'll have to say Radiohead. Um, every album, but I think Hail to the Thief and then Mix and Mitosis. Great baseline. Back to the bass, guys. It always comes back to the bass. <laughs> so good. What was your first concert? Peter, Paul, and Mary when I was five years old. Really? My dad. Puff the Magic Dragon. My pops took me. That's big. Yeah. That's classic. Uh, Steely Dan. I went with my dad. Sick. You guys have cool dads. Yeah. Yeah. Cool dads. Absolutely. That's a big deal. They they had great taste in music. Wow. That's Mm. impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Steely Dan. What is a song that you wish you wrote? Anything Blink-182. I used to be like, I want to write this. The, any uh, anything off the untitled album always love that song or Asthenia so good with like the NASA communications back and forth in the beginning of I feel that like song. I Miss You is one of their best songs mm-hmm. oh, it's so just such a great song it really is the way that the bass and the guitar go together those dudes even if you're are, not a Blink fan I feel like that yeah. song oh, yeah. is just pretty awesome people know right? that song like, I feel like you know that song yeah so good people know what I Miss You is and don't know what Blink-182 is right right Um, anything Doja Cat she's a so good. That's awesome. And it's like gibberish. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. What is your favorite movie? Fight Club. American Beauty. Oh, good Ooh, one. good choice. Yeah, hers is great. Fight Club. Fight Club. That's I feel another like great choice. It is a great choice. I feel like it's the stereotypical dude who likes Fight Club. No, you know Fight I mean? Club is objectively a really great it's movie. It's so perfect. I feel like both of your choices, A+. plus. Yeah, American Beauty is incredible. Really good. Favorite meal or cuisine? This is a tough one. I have eaten more food dating him yeah, we, than I have in my entire life. We're foodies. Right? Or no? I get in modes, definitely. Okay. But I, I do take it very seriously when I'm in those modes. Yeah. It's been, it's been like a year since I've actually... But we just we just We've been going, like, traveling. It's hard to do all that. Yeah. yeah. But we do a good sushi. Mm-hmm. We, it's the best. I'll say, I'll say sushi is... Right, right now, at this point, we, we, we eat some good sushi. Sushi is a gift. Yeah. Sushi. A gift. What else? We, we eat so many good things. Pasta. We love pasta. Yeah. Wovo. Uova, have you been there yet? No. They, you should go. They overnight pasta from Italy. Okay. So good. U-O-V-O. Uovo. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. Say no more. I also really like Crossroads. Uh, I love Crossroads. I know. Shout out to Travis. Yeah, shout out Travis. You ever have those Impossible cigars? I've had everything on oh, the Crossroads my. menu. They're so, everything is so I good I love there. that place. I also love the rock photography. Like mm-hmm. it's a whole, the whole mm-hmm. aesthetic. I just mm-hmm. love yeah. the whole thing. There's a new one in Calabasas. That's where I live, and that's right, the one right, I go to. Right, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Also, I'm sitting there, and you know, there's rock photography, and I'm sitting next to a table that has Travis Barker's picture. Uh-huh. So I actually write Travis. I go, I took from the picture. I'm like, look where I am. He goes, oh, I'm actually on my way in. No <laughs> way. He in a second later. That's awesome. It's awesome. the best. We've seen him there before. Yeah. Yeah. That's a special spot. I love it there. It's so good. If you were not a musician or an actor, okay. what would you be? Probably some something with construction or a motorcycle builder, just weld welding or mm-hmm. hands on or wood woodwork. Yeah, real estate agent. Really, I would crush that shit. You would. <laughs> she would. I, I like would on Redfin crush. and Zillow all the time. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love yeah. that. I'm obsessed. Yeah. With Dude, that. I'm like Same. we do Zillow. I could literally sell shit in a bag. <laughs> I, I really could. That. I'm not joking. She's it's so great. Serious. Show me a house. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a scene from American Beauty. Remember, she goes, I will sell this yeah, house today. Yeah. I will sell uh-huh. this house today. Uh-huh. I love that. That's a great scene. Yeah. Good memory. Yeah. yeah. That's well, that's awesome. an epic scene. Yes. 
Do you have a most prized possession? It's okay if Tyler. No, I'm joking. (laughs) This person. (laughs) Um, I have um a photo of this rabbit I had when I was younger. Aww. And I just really had like a good connection with him, and he kind of represents like so much for me. Like I feel like anytime I've written something really nice or good that goes off, I like have a dream about him like the night before or something. Yeah, there's some weird spiritual. Thing. That's beautiful. So I have a photo of him next to my bed. Aww. Yeah. Um, I have the Tom DeLonge Stratocaster, which is really cool. That's really cool. I have my friend's ashes mm-hmm. that I just got recently, mm. um, which I think is counts as that. You know, yeah. I wasn't sure if I wanted to say that, but I feel okay. like that's that yeah. counts. Um, wow, those are pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty beautiful. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Something your fans would be surprised to learn about you. Man, I'm pretty open. He's very open. Um, I have, I think, well over 50 tattoos. <laughs> but I think they know that. Yeah. I might have earful palsy. <laughs> 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 Undiagnosed. I, I was going to say, it might. You need I'm to be like the poster child of that yeah. now. Uh, what, uh, a commercial? Have irritable bowel syndrome? <laughs> Suffering from irritable bowel syndrome? Can't even say it. Maybe oh we'll see. God. I don't know. But I'm just a guy who likes Taco Bell. <laughs> I feel like that's every, everybody. <laughs> we are learning so much today. I love this. But I they also this. all the fans know that I'm open about that. You fart, have IBS. Fart, no, fart, <laughs> I'm a fart joke guy, and he's never farted in front of me. Really? Well, I did a couple times by accident. By Always accident. when I was well, you sleeping. Are a human. Yeah. Only when I was sleeping in my garden. Oh, like there was one that's time. Sweet though. They oh yeah, we're sweet. keeping that, and that's yeah. the first. This is the first relationship I've never done that in front of. Right. Wow. We're keeping it super classy. Yeah. We're pretty classy. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Do you? What, what was the question again? So oh, fam, uh, you, what's something about you fans who'd be surprised to learn? I don't know. I have no clue. Oh, my tattoo. She has a, a she has a tattoo. Not many people know about it. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. really cool. My mom was pissed. <laughs> any any symbolism or story behind it? Um, I am not the biggest tattoo fan, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, I you mean fa- on other people or yourself or in general. Sometimes on other people, I'm like, I I see people get like a bunch of tattoos to like get a personality really quick, mm-hmm. and it feels like a cheap trick. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was kind of like a 15-minute sleeve. So it was like, yeah, I have the balls to get tattoos. I just don't really want to. So it's like a middle finger kind of to, I don't know. It's yeah. like an anti-tattoo. I like it. It's really beautiful. Thank it's you. It's really beautiful. It's very elegant. We Thank got it you. in Italy. Or she got it in Italy. Yeah. And I got another one on my leg. Oh, see, yeah. it's so nice. And it's a memory from a wonderful trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully some good pasta and gelato. Yeah. Incredible. If you could meet any celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Tyler, the creator. Huge fan. Genius. Um, mm, Albert Einstein. Oh, that's a good one. I want to know. Really wow, good that is that a good dude. one. I love space and I love reading about. I don't know if you know who Michio Kaku is. No, he is in Ancient Aliens, and he's this ash. He's a theoretical physicist. Which means he he writes about theories of space and mm-hmm. the future of humanity and and what's the book? The future of humankind. Oh, okay. But there, he's got a bunch of them, so I'm reading all of his books right now. 
And uh, it just talks a lot about relativity and string theory and stuff yeah. that Albert Einstein had kind of, or Stephen Hawking, I would love to. Geniuses. Tyler, Tyler really likes space stuff. I love space. Do you? That's yeah. It came cool. from Tom DeLonge. Oh my God. He's been my inspiration since I was three years old. Have you bonded with him about this? We have actually, okay, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he directed me in this short, you know, uh, Poet Anderson, his, his comic book. Yes. Um, we did a short film of it uh, oh, really years cool. ago, like seven that. years ago, eight years ago. And it's never come out, and uh, and we we keep in touch. And I always ask him about you know what's going on, yeah, what is happening in the CIA. He'd be like, if you, if I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> I love that. It's I'm awesome. glad you guys have connected about that. That's yeah, it's, cool. it's it's very cool. Yeah, it's it's meant a lot because he really opened that door for me at a really young age. That's great. Yeah. Last but not least, most valuable advice you have been given, and who gave it. I mean, I, like I said before, trusting your intuition and I think being yourself, I know it sounds so elementary, but like a lot of people have an issue doing that. Um, I think really committing to being yourself can take you so far because every time I've chosen, like, even like I said, the weird, you know, personality quirks that I have, if I like go there harder, it always has played out better for honestly my career and just being a happier person. That's amazing. Yeah, being yourself. Being yeah, yourself. I like that. I think trusting your intuition is probably the best advice yeah. because your intuition comes from somewhere that you can't even control. It's, I think, primal. Yeah. And I think it's bigger than you. And I think it comes from maybe your future self. Yeah. Something, I love something, this something yeah. like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It really does feel like that. And I think who's to say that it's not? You I know, also have another little piece of advice that I sort of figured out. I think we spend so much try time trying to get to somewhere yeah. that um, or like prove something as an artist or have a body of work to present. And I think it's cool to just enjoy life as the journey because like, you know, you look back and you're like, whoa, I'm already there. But like, did I even like take in the process? Yeah. So like I think just living your life like in the moment and for yourself and not trying to like get anywhere. I love that. It's hard yeah. though. It is hard, but it's a, pra it's a practice. It is a practice. Yeah. In the moment. That that is, yeah. I ditto whatever you yeah. everything you just said. That's that is I have to advice. tell you, I feel like that story about your rabbit that you mm -hmm. shared kind of resonated with me because to me the rabbit sort of symbolizes your youth and your innocence and the beginning of the journey. Mm -hmm. And it would be valuable if all of us could always just sort of take a moment out and think about how far we've come right. since that moment we had the rabbit. Yeah. You know, and it's just really we should feel proud. We should yeah. we're, we're in the process right now. Like right. this is like mm -hmm. we're already at the destination that we thought about when we had the rabbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why not just be it, proud in the moment and see who knows what's going to be next? But right now, mm -hmm. yeah, it goes know, so special. quick too. It's like, well, if I'm not enjoying this, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way because I have a lot of actor friends who hate watching themselves, and I'm like, I love it because that's where I look where I came from. Like it's I'm so proud Aww. of that moment and where I am now, and I, I feel I feel that too. So. Can we end with some sort of handshake? I feel like yeah. I need, like I need to do like yeah. a high oh, five. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? So yeah, sure, sure. Just like this. Yeah, oh, get a little snap God, in there, in. A little homey thing. You know what I mean? Guys, thank you so <laughs> thank much. You. Thank you, Ali. That was awesome. So fun. Aww. Thank you so much for having us. This yeah, is, this was great. It's special. We don't do this. Only, yeah. Literally only with you. Yeah. And we're gonna keep it that way. Mm -hmm. Thank you. For yeah. real. Thank you. Yes. So fun. I am so honored. I got to be part of their secret handshake. Big things happening over here, guys. Congrats again to Tyler and Femme on their engagement and their new music. So much love for both of you. 
It is now time for my sound advice. New music you need to know on the Allison Hagendorf Show playlist. You can find this wherever you listen to music and at allisonhagendorf.com. I am kicking off my sound advice with the latest from today's guest, Tyler Posey. His debut album, Unravel, is out today, and it's also so symbolic because Femme helped him write this song as well. Tyler said, being an independent artist, there is a lot of freedom, and that's exactly what this album is, freedom. It's got every genre from screamo hardcore punk to chill beach vibes. Listen to it start to finish in order to really experience the ride that is Unravel. Congrats, Tyler and Femme, on everything, and listen to Tyler Posey's song, Lemon. Next is the latest from Spirit Box. Hailing from British Columbia, Spirit Box is a metal band who really forged their own path with the beautiful, melodic, dynamic, and versatile vocals of frontwoman Courtney LePlant. Courtney explains that this new song came about very quickly. She said, I didn't have to fight with anything to write it, and when that happens, I don't argue with it. It's a type of song I've been wanting to write for a long time. I've heard it hundreds of times now, and it makes me happy every time I hear it. Courtney, it makes me so happy, too. I really love it. Check out the latest from Spirit Box, The Void. Also on my sound advice is the latest from Newcastle band The Pale Wave, consisting of brothers Adam and Jack Hope and new bassist Dave Barrow. Their influences include Queens of the Stone Age, Pixies, The Black Keys, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, which probably explains why I love every single song they put out. But this one was inspired by Adam's maniacal thoughts every morning at 5 a.m. when his new neighbors wake him up with an everlasting, torturous, siren-like alarm. I have that too, but mine is actually my son, Cole, who screams religiously every morning at 5 a.m. So I feel you, Adam. They have a six-song EP coming out later this year, but in the meantime, listen to the pale white How Far Can You Push a Man? Next up is the latest from LA post-hardcore band Military Gun. Now, when I asked the guys about this song, they said that the inspiration was for it to feel like a Who song that could have been on meaty, beady, big, and bouncy, but with an aggressive modern energy. What an awesome reference. Their debut album, Life Under the Gun, comes out next month, but until then, check out Military Gun's song, Do It Faster. Also, my sound advice this week is the latest from another L.A. artist, Alex Sucks. Alex said the song is about an on and off relationship he had with his ex where they kept hurting each other, but still coming back and getting harder and harder each time, but wishing we could forget about all the bullshit. Sonically, it is definitely celebrating the garage dance punk revival, which I truly appreciate. And I'm so glad to hear that it's making its way back, but with a fresh spin Thank you, Alex Sucks. I'm loving this song called Can We Forget. That's my sound advice this week. You can hear all of these plus more on the Allison Hagendorf Show playlist. The link to that is in the show notes and at allisonhagendorf.com. Guys, thank you so much, as always, for being part of the Allison Hagendorf Show. New episodes drop every Friday, so make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. You can find the show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also watch the show on Instagram and YouTube, and I would love to hear from you. So please like, comment, rate, review, whatever you're feeling, and reach out to me on socials at Allie Hagendorf. I would love to connect with you. Let me know who I should interview next and what new music I should feature on my sound advice. Thanks again. I'll see you next week. And remember, you're a rock star. 